welcome. Please stand by. I can buy a ticket from the United States, fly to Frankfurt, Germany, and land in around eight hours. But I can't reach my father's understanding. The day I mowed our lawn, cutting my mother's unbulbed tulips, because they look like weeds. Over 100 rockets have gone into our sky in order to imagine the advancement of humankind each lift off a non-reusable $10 million portion that instantly burns away. Yet I struggle to launch my life with an imagination that crosses galaxies, created in the interiors of my mind, riding on a minimum wage, going to living expenses that instantly burns away my time. I can binge 20 straight hours of the latest series about a flying dragon mafia that sells crystal meth as a zookeeper of squids. Go through an entire emotional life cycle in one sitting. But it will never break the coldness in my heart from long walks with romantic people that end in the statement, we're going to be great friends. I can take thousands upon thousands of steps, absorbing the serene solitude of an empty park, the walk-a-meter on my wrist ringing with congratulations as it uploads to the internet for all to see my accomplishment. But if I were to drop to my knees a moment later, holding my chest from a deficiency in my arteries caused by something in my genetic code, there would be no mob of followers to come check on me while I laid there on a cold, uncaring ground. And these are the conversations I've had with on-screen therapists about the distances one can travel that happen externally and internally for us all. And most of the people on the other side of that screen that I talk with say that I need to try and erase the lurking shadows that are supposedly made by me. I am the sole responsibility for my interpretations, my expectations, the power to put a lid on or take off with the jar of emotions I carry. And, and I get it. Sure, Doc, maybe that glass I was looking at is just half empty, a scientific fact of evaporation. And of course, I'll get off my ass to fill it if I need more water. Again, I get it. But I'm not going to be so engulfed in positive thinking to imagine rain clouds will refill the other half full part. I mean, maybe, if I live in a place of dependable monsoon seasons. And so, 
I follow my logic asking them to explore my perspective. How blinding would a viewpoint of everything as a positive outlook be? Think about the thick pair of sunglasses required. Someone on the other side of that viewpoint would need in order to block out that perspective just to have their own. And this usually becomes my homework to paint a shinier picture even though I can see their eyes well up with the truth I have exposed them to. And the session ends shortly after with a goodbye and a blank screen as they reach for an empty pitcher of water. There's always an imbalance in our lives, right? A depletion followed by an overcorrection or maybe an overcorrection followed by depletion leading you back to a new level of understanding and another plateau of perspective that will again somehow change as you make your way out into the world. Perhaps the idea of multiple dimensions that occur to us all on a daily basis is a healthier approach. But the coin flip pattern of either or that we all tend to go with is so much easier to take on in the early minutes of the morning, hours before your alarm is to signal another beginning. It's understandable, the coin flip. In fact, I think it tends to relax us a little more, stops us from being an overthinking buzzkiller. I mean, why would we simply want further exploration with Schrodinger and a cat? Most people nowadays have a well-ventilated and transparent litter box. So the whole idea of some alternate reality closing the lid just doesn't happen as much. Check the online pet stores, you'll see. Do you see the rabbit holes? Wait, I'm sorry. Maybe it's not even a rabbit. Do you see the holes your psyche can go down or up or through? with the choices created once the question mark enters the conversation. I'm sorry. I always get this way when it's a rainy day and I'm making bread and there's supposed to be four ingredients and I realize because I don't make bread very often that I have forgotten I don't have the yeast. So now I don't know whether to throw the whole thing out I mean, will it even rise? And does it need to rise for it even to be called bread? Or can it have another outcome with only three ingredients? Because millions of people for hundreds of years have adopted bread as four ingredients already. <sighs> Living life with all of its choices it's in all of us. This has been an episode of the Flypaper Podcast. Music provided by Black Ferns at blackfernsmusic.com
please help elevate this podcast, leave a review. Until next time, stand by. Stand by.